Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, let's welcome in David Lightman from McClatchy, D.C. You know, I did sports today because Matt wasn't in, so I, I know all the details of the Baltimore 14-1 to win with Gunnar Henderson's two home runs and now Adley Rutschman's in the home run derby. And, man, I'm into the <laughs> Orioles. Well, uh, of course I am too, but boy, I hope they get some pitching. That's the problem. They they had lost what five out of six until the last two nights. So, but they keep coming back. They're a good young team. They believe in themselves. Oh my God! And that payroll is nothing. I mean, Max Scherzer makes more than that entire team. I think <laughs> it is. Well, it means they can add because I mean, there's been people heading out to Camden. They've been making money, so yeah. No, they're getting the crowds now. It's uh, it's something. It's great. It's fun. Yeah, it's sick. baseball's so cyclical, you know. And this is a time Cincinnati yeah. and Baltimore. Those are my two bandwagons. Um, listen, I, uh, we got the jobs report. I don't know if you had a chance to yep. go over it, but two hundred nine thousand, yeah, right? Three point six percent. Some downward revisions in previous months. You know, for me, my quick hot take. You know, just looking at the markets. I mean, maybe it's 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 still job growth, but it's weak enough to take a rate hike off the table. I don't know. I mean, what what is your sense of how this report will be interpreted? See, I don't think it is enough to take a rate hike off the table because if you looked at the minutes from the Fed the other day, and a lot of these Fed governors, they still wanted they they wanted a rate hike uh, two weeks ago to a quarter point. So they're not convinced, and rightfully so, that inflation has been tamed. So I think. I think we're probably looking at a, another rate hike. The economy is not slowing down significantly. I mean, adding 209,000 jobs, that's, I know it's a little bit less, but still, I think there's more on the way. Well, it's weird. I mean, listen, it's the weakest in like two and a half years, but it's just strange that economists, when they look at economies objectively, like they're actually say that we need to have job losses. I know. <laughs> you know, it's just bizarre. And politically, it's not something that the White House obviously wants. And, I mean, I, I, I'll i use that as a segue to the White House. I mean, this story, it's the same. Actually, you know what I'm going to do, David, for once? I'm not going to project. I'm not going to in- inject my own take before I hear your your response. Oh, okay. So my question was, you like that? Yes. Um, how seriously are they taking this cocaine story and how serious should we be taking the story? They're taking it extremely seriously, and I'll tell you why. Now, it could have just been a tourist who left it there. It could have been, you know, it could be nothing. But this is the kind of story that people understand. This is the kind of story that comedians are going to joke about, the kind of story that the enemies of Joe Biden can blow up. They already are. So it's one of those things that, yeah, in the universal sense, is it Ukraine? Is it the economy? Is it no? But it's the kind of thing that people not only understand, but it it's it's viral, it's tweetable, it's it's the kind of thing that you know they, again conservatives can go nuts over. So they're taking it very seriously. They want to know exactly what what happened here. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously, you know. Trump's going to jump on it, then everyone's making these, you know, 
like it's just I guess the part that seems silly to me is like you know people are making these you know pundits and and people in social media as if like Hunter Biden would be doing cocaine in the West Wing and just right. leave the bag outside the room and I mean I just find that to be just like on its face so silly. It is, but on the other hand, you know, when you're an addict, you're an addict. I mean, Hunter Biden has told some wild stories about his addiction. I don't know if you're familiar with them, and I won't repeat them here, but just some incredible things that people who don't have this problem wouldn't even think of doing. So um, there's credit. You think there's credibility there? I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I doubt it. I. I it's just hard for me to imagine that Hunter Biden would jeopardize himself and his father in that way. But I could see where and the enemies of Biden would blow it up to say it's a possibility, yeah. plant that seed of doubt. Look, it's the same kind of tactic that Trump uses to this day to say the 2020 election was rigged. All the evidence says, no, it wasn't. But you keep repeating the big lie over and over and over. People start to uh, wonder if there's some truth there. Yeah. We're talking with David Lightman from McClatchy, D.C. here on Brian and Company and WTIC. Really interesting stuff to talk about there. The other thing was uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. There were some reports that <laughs> that she yep. was being voted out of the Freedom Caucus, but then that's not confirmed. Uh, what, do you know what the real deal is there? Uh, nobody quite knows just yet because Congress has been away all week, so we're, we're not sure. Yeah, a lot of people in the Freedom Caucus uh, want her out. They say she's too close to Speaker Kevin McCarthy. She makes too many deals with leadership, um, which is kind of funny. But um, Freedom Caucus is going through an identity crisis of its own, and that is does it want to be the sort of backbencher shouting the loudest, or does it want to be players in the congressional game? And there's a real, I don't know if it's a split there, but there's a real debate there, just what their role is. And when you only have, what, a four-vote margin, which the Republicans do, you need everybody. And there are enough people in that Freedom Caucus who are thinking, you know, if we start alienating the more moderate members of the Republican Party, A, we're not going to get anything done, but B, those moderates are going to lose. And then what? Democrats are going to control the place again. So there's a real schism developing, and Green symbolizes that in a way, because she's the out outspoken backbencher every you know people know who she is she's on the record saying outrageous things but on the other hand in her second term she's learned how to get along with certain people the people she needs to get along with so yeah it, well, it, not, not lauren bobert that's for sure um no that's a whole different issue yeah, no, that, that's the one who you know is ready to blow the place up uh, listen, just a quick note. Uh, stock futures went from slightly positive, now negative. Not a ton, but about a quarter percent across the board. Yeah, um, see, the they're market. thinking the Fed, this is going to trigger a Fed action. I mean, yeah. even yesterday, I think this, the markets were down and after those minutes came out. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that as we finish up here with David Lightman from McClatchy, D.C. How do you think the DeSantis campaign is doing? I know you get a lot of coverage through Miami, but yeah. what, what, what's the scuttlebutt on how he's doing on the road? Yeah, and I've been working on uh, the Kamala Harris this week. Um, you know, he, he's not getting much traction, we're told, and that's not surprising, frankly. It's July. Trump is way ahead. Trump knows how to grab attention. Trump has a loyal following of 30, 32 percent. It's early yet. And it's I could tell you all kinds of stories on the July before the election. John McCain, I remember 2007. I remember going to New Hampshire and 
listening to him, and he was oh, so flat, and we thought this guy is yesterday's news, and you know the rest. Joe Biden in 2019, yeah. back in 2020, in New Hampshire primary, finished fifth. You don't know until people start pay, really paying attention and voting. Right now, is it a well-oiled machine? No, but again, it's very, very early. What did you say? You were working on something on Kamala Harris? Yeah, we're trying. To, we're, we're intrigued by the fact that Republicans are going after her like none of us can remember them. Uh, an opposing party going after a vice president. You run against the president, not the vice president, and the reason obviously is because Biden is eighty years old and. The Republican line. In fact, Nikki Haley, I think, said this that you're voting for President Harris if you're voting for Biden. Well, go to, go to uh, the conservative commentators and you'll see them just tearing her apart. So, what do they do? What does she do? You know, usually vice presidents stay in the shadows during campaigns. They go to the base, and that's what she's doing. But do you broaden it out? Do you send her to Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina? Do you have her try to appeal to swing voters? How do you combat this? Yeah, that's interesting. Well, it wouldn't be New Hampshire if she didn't know how to find it on a map back in 2020. So <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> yeah, she... Well, there's that. See, that's the other thing. Republicans see her as politically inept. That presidential campaign was a disaster. Yeah. And even though, of course, the flip side is she won three statewide races in California. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. No, it's so not. it's an interesting, interesting topic. David, have a great weekend. We appreciate you as always. Well, I'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right, David Lightman, McClatchy, D.C. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.